Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Recently, I ran a poll on LinkedIn asking why people don't coach. And often we hear things like we don't have time or our managers feel like they don't have time, when in reality, it is a number of things. And the first thing is they don't know what to do. And the second thing is they don't know what to say. Now, with that being said, I'm going to add a third. And I think this provides us maybe the greatest coaching opportunity we have. And that is the voice of the customer. And recently I had somebody ask me about, do I do any work with coaching and customer service? And I said, sure. Coaching is much like a programming language. We're not a product like Microsoft Word, Excel, or PowerPoint. Rather, we're like C++. We're the programming language that builds tools and solutions. And so when we were having this conversation, the customer sent me a link to some research done on customer thermometer. And it was really interesting. 54% of customers have a higher expectation for customer service today than just a year ago. The Gartner organization reports that by 2019, more than 50% of organizations will redirect their investments to customer experience innovations. 52% of people around the globe believe that companies need to take action and feedback provided by their customers. Around the globe, according to Microsoft, 96% of consumers say customer service is an important factor in their choice of a loyalty to a brand. 34% of companies are implementing customer journey mapping into their customer service. 52% of consumers say they have made an additional purchase from a company after a positive customer service experience. 89% of businesses soon to be expected to compete mainly on customer experience. Organizations that take customer experience seriously will stand out from the noise and win loyal customers. 87% of organizations agree traditional experiences no longer satisfy customers. Now, those are powerful statistics. Why are they so important? Now, let's take a company like Amazon. Let's take a product such as a razor. Instead of purchasing a razor, at a local store, you can now just with a click of a button order that razor and it can be delivered the next day. Total convenience, great customer experience in many people's eyes. Now a company that we work with that we did some customer service work with, we're coming up with some really creative ideas. How do we show our customers and our new customers a unique way to welcome them? And what we decided to do was to do a group video. So when they landed a new customer, the whole group would send a video with a sign saying, welcome to the team, we're all here to serve you. And it had that wow factor. Look, with everything going on in the world, most people 
are probably not thinking about creating this great customer experience. Doesn't mean we don't provide one, it's just that it's not at the tip of our tongue, it's not at the forefront of everything that we're trying to do. Some companies are surviving, some are thriving, and everything in between. And now that we don't have as much contact, not just from social distancing, but working virtually, our customer experience has completely changed. No more than six months ago, my company would get on planes and we'd go visit clients. We no longer do that, at least not for the time being. So think about the customer experience, how we interact, and ask yourself, is it transactional, meaning expected in the industry? Do we go above and beyond the call of duty? And do we have a wow factor? Now, I'm not saying this should be everybody's wow factor or tactically what somebody should do. We've had a client for 11 years in the agricultural space. We have done 34 one-on-one coaching conference calls on the weekend without pay. Now, someone might say, really? Is that a wow factor? It is if you take the calls before 6 a.m. in the morning. Total convenience because many of these employees still own farms. So before they get out in the farm, we would do a coaching call with them. And they were shocked because of the long-standing relationship. We were not sending hourly invoices. The customer experience gives us a leverage point. So let's think about all the change we're now asking people to make. On one hand, some people are probably invigorated to say, whatever it takes, we're in a tough time. You probably have some people who are saying, oh, we've had so much change as it is. Now you're adding one more thing? Yet, I think we can all agree, what exonerates us, it gives us a point of leverage, is the voice of the customer. Not just customer surveys, but real interactions, checking in, finding out how they're using our products and services. What problems are they having that maybe we can help with that we actually don't sell a product or service? I remember years ago, we were working with Evan Rue Johnson, and I remember the interaction with the client was one of major change. And we were asking these people to now upsell and cross-sell and go above and beyond the call of duty versus just take orders. And what we realized is we were asking people to go through a major, major change. So what we started to do was think about what were we experiencing and every objection we had when we were trying to sell propellers or boat oils and really commodity products, nothing that was exciting. The number one objection we got is we can't talk right now. We're either in the middle of our boat show or we're getting ready for our boat show. And once I started to gain some knowledge of the industry, all of these dealers, the customers, would have these boat shows sometimes two, three times a summer to get people into their establishment, to see boats, to see a show, to certainly purchase products. And instead of making a sixth or a seventh or an eighth phone call to follow up because the customer told us to, we did something different with the ultimate wow factor at the forefront of our minds. Instead of getting off the phone by saying, I'll try you back in two weeks, we would say, when is your boat show? And somebody would say, well, it's in a month. 
Well, how are you getting ready for that? The customer would say, we're putting all our materials together. And we would ask them, have you put together a flyer, a PDF, a brochure? And nine times out of 10, they would say, no, we're in the process of doing that. And here was our powerful response. We would say, what if we did that for you? And the customer would say, really? How much? No charge. And what we did is we purchased an online graphic design, easy to use development tool. And we were producing one page flyers. Now we had a bunch of templates pre-built. We would place their logo, their name of their uh, company on it. And we would create a one page flyer. And literally within minutes, we would have it emailed over to them. And we would literally hear words like, wow, nobody's doing that for us. So it begs the question, where do you think they bought their boat oil? Our sales went up 22, 31, and 74% in six-month increments. Most of their programs were done in six-month increments. Now our boat oil was just like our competitors. Our props were a little bit different, but... To the naked eye, they were the same type of product. We did not have a product differentiating factor. So what we chose to do was have a differentiating factor with what? The customer experience. So think about a survey. Think about interviews. Think about really learning what your customer is experiencing. Finding out what they want. What is their ideal experience? And then mapping it and saying, what change does this prompt our people to make? And more importantly, how do we coach specifically to that change? If we do that, we will be ahead of the competition. So think about the voice of the customer becoming your apparatus, your design tool to learn what needs to change and more importantly, what needs to be coached to, to not only facilitate internal talent development, but also the increasing of the bottom line. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn, and more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.